0: Hey, this is TJ and Joe with the Schoolhouse 302 and we're here with our guest John Gordon for an interview on our Hashtag One Thing series. Welcome to the podcast, John. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Our Hashtag One Thing series is meant to provide listeners with an interview with a great leader on a specific topic and then dive into some growth strategies with our five leadership questions. This Hashtag One Thing series is focused on the power of leading with positivity. At the Schoolhouse 302, we're always trying to get to simple so that our followers can lead better and grow faster. Our guest this month is best-selling author and keynote speaker, John Gordon. We're sure that John doesn't need an introduction here, but just in case, John is the author of more than 15 books, including five bestsellers. We're sure that you've heard of The Energy Bus, Training Camp, the power of positive leadership, and so many more great titles. John has worked with Fortune 500 companies. He's been featured on Fox and & Friends, and his clients include the Los Angeles Dodgers, Southwest Airlines, Campbell Soup, and so many more. We are fortunate to have John on this episode of our hashtag one thing series. So, John, let's get started on the topic of positivity, something that you've written and spoken about and something we know you're passionate about. As a leadership coach, Can you give us an example or a story or a situation where you found the power of positivity to be important for leadership? Uh, Joe and I and our listeners are ready to learn from you.
1: Well, I see it happen all the time. I mean, in the sports world, in the education world, in the business world, positive leaders are the ones who create the future. So Davos Sweeney is a great example at Clemson University. When he got the job, he was just an interim coach Clemson wasn't on the map as a football program, and he told the board of trustees that, you know, he wanted to create a program where the other programs, the other universities were like them, because they kept on saying, we want to be like Michigan, we want to be like Ohio State, we want to be like Georgia. He said, no, 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 my goal is to create a program where they want to be like us, that's my vision. He had this belief, he had this optimism and this vision of what he wanted to create. And I watched over the years, because I started working with them in 2012, but I started to see how they really started to live that vision. Even when they lost to Alabama, he kept them positive. He had his vision. He said, we're going to come back. This is how we're going to do it. The night they lost the game, he was in the locker room talking about how they were going to do it. I was just blown away that here they just lost the national championship, and he's talking about the future. And I realized in that moment that positive leaders – Despite the circumstances, regardless of the setbacks, no matter the obstacles, they're always pointing their teams and their organizations forward. I see it in our schools as well. I see how a a positive leader as a principal, she comes into a school and she transforms that school. We have the Energy Bus Program now in over 75 schools now, moving towards 100. We started with five model schools, and we're seeing these positive leaders in schools transform their school culture with vision, with optimism, belief, developing great relationships with people, doing it with purpose, pursuing excellence, and having grit in the process through the adversity, and also dealing with the negativity. So I see it all over.
2: That's excellent, John. Um, And some terrific examples, especially the work you're doing um, within the schools, A follow-up question to that, have you found a common thread among these leaders that helps them keep that vision and the positivity first and foremost amid the trials that they face?
1: Yes, it's the telescope and the microscope. They have a telescope, not really a telescope, but they have this big picture vision of what they want to create. And then they have this microscope and that's the Zoom focus actions they're taking each day to realize the picture and the telescope. So big picture vision, zoom focus action. So each day you're creating this vision that you have by doing it on a a step-by-step basis. If you just have a microscope and no telescope, you're gonna get frustrated when you hit your obstacles and setbacks. But that big picture vision keeps you going. You don't give up. If you just have a telescope, no microscope, You're in vision all the time, but you're not really taking actions and steps to create the vision. So you really need both on the journey. So that's what I see with the leaders. They also have grit. I mean, they just have the ability to continue to move forward no matter what obstacles they face. It's the vision that keeps them going. It's the optimism that helps them take on the challenges. It's the grit to keep fighting and moving forward and not give up. And also I would say purpose, you know, they have a, a greater purpose for, for what they do. And so that purpose fuels them. If you don't have that purpose, you probably will give up when you hit your obstacles, but the purpose fuels you past your obstacles.
2: That's incredible. I uh, Truly love the analogy of the telescope and a microscope that actually puts everything into perspective. Um, our, sh- our listeners will surely benefit from that. Um, Let's move on, John, to our hashtag um, one thing series leadership questions. These are our five questions. Um, And I'll start with the first one. Who is one person or group who you follow for either knowledge or inspiration? And where can we find them?
1: One person is Erwin McManus. Erwin McManus, uh, Mosaic. You Google Erwin McManus and check out uh, YouTube. He's got incredible videos. He just wrote a book called The Last Arrow. Um, I must confess he's a pastor, but he's a, he's a pastor who is, uh, you know, sharing love and faith and hope and a very loving message and a very uh, inclusive message. And just, he's just incredible. He's, he's probably one of the most influential people in, in the world in terms of what he does. He's on CNN often and things like that. A lot of people don't know who he is, but uh, his influence is very wide and great. And The Last Arrow is an incredible book.
0: That's great. That's awesome. So Erwin McMan- McManus, will look that up. We'll share it. I'm going to go with our next question, John. What's the one thing that people should try to do on a regular basis that might make a difference in their day or life?
1: I think each person is different. So it's hard for me to say, like, you should do this. I know what I do. I take a thank you walk in the mornings. And when I do a walk of gratitude, I you know, I'm saying what I'm thankful for, I'm walking. The research shows you can't be stressed and thankful at the same time. So if you're feeling blessed, you won't be stressed. So I, I know that really helps me. And by the time I get back to my desk and get to work, I've created a fertile mind that's ready for success. So I just I just love that. I also think it's important that we have the right perspective each day. You know, we know we're gonna face obstacles and challenges, but it's about having bad moments, which we will have, but not allowing yourself to have a bad day. Don't let the bad moments ruin your day. Try to have something positive each day.
2: Yeah, that's tremendous advice. And there's so many moments in a day. So keeping the big picture to big picture, not letting one moment affect an entire day, and the ability to recover. It actually resonates with what you originally said, John, about making sure your purpose is strong, combined with that grit, you move forward. Let me move on to question three. What's the one thing that you would want to know or be able to do that you you don't do already?
1: The one thing I want to know and be able to do, I'd like to fly. (laughs) I mean, is that, can can it be imaginary? Absolutely. I mean, I think most people like, you know, we love superheroes because they can fly. I think that would be really cool if I could fly. I'd like to know the secrets behind the universe, I'd love to know the nature of our reality. Like, we know that we are living in an energetic universe, so E equals MC squared means that anything that is is matter is energy, so we really are energy. And, you know, physics and scientists say that this is a holographic universe, a projected reality. So in many ways, like, we're living in this, like, virtual reality illusion. I I don't mean to blow your mind, but I'd love to know (laughs) You know, what's behind all of that? And I'd and, and also, like, I know, like, we love Harry Potter and we love Star Wars and movies like that. Why? What are they really about, those stories and those movies? The battle of good and evil, right? And so the world we see good and evil play out every day, and I think that's why those movies resonate so much with us. And it's a battle within our soul between good and evil, right? So I would love to know, like, why does evil even have to exist? <laughs> why does it have to exist and you know can we just get rid of it completely so we could just have all good is, is, is that a little crazy or what do you guys think
0: no that's awesome i mean i think you know that's a really cool way of framing it there's a lot in there with the story star wars the dark side on um, learning the force just the fact that that you know our perception is the illusion of our reality it's it's a really neat thought you know, wanting to know what's behind all of that is probably a human characteristic that we're all searching for. um, And especially as we grow as leaders. Our fourth question is, uh, (laughs) what's the one thing that led or continues to support your growth as a leader that other people might be able to replicate? And I know you mentioned the the walk of gratitude. That's really cool. Is there something else that that supports your growth?
1: I think, it's about being a lifelong learner. It's about always learning and always growing. It's about being curious and asking questions, just like I am on the nature of the universe, right? I, I, wanna, I wanna learn things, I wanna understand things. I'm, I'm not just uh, going through the motions each day. So I think being curious, being a lifelong learner, reading, learning, growing, and, and learning from everyone you meet. I always say I'm a student first and a teacher second. I actually consider myself a teacher. I teach about positive leadership. But the student in me learns from all these great leaders. I read books. I meet leaders. I learn from them. And it's amazing how much I take away from the people that I I meet. I find that the people who think they know it all really don't know much. I'm going to speak that by the way, because I've never said that before.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I I think that's profound. I mean, we get into these uh, rhythms of thinking in our own mind and think that we really have come upon something great but we've been isolated in our own tunnel and we we really haven't brought in beyond a follow-up that too, John, have you always in your life been that curious? You started that with being a lifelong learner and your curiosity. Um, Is that just something just even as an early kid that you were curious or is that something that just that you loved?
1: You know, I would say that I think I was always curious, you know, even as a kid, but i really sort of appreciate appreciating learning from others more as I, as I got older, I'll never forget speaking at a conference, looking over and Zig Ziglar was in the front row. One of my heroes, a legendary speaker. And I ran over to Zig. I said, Zig, one of the big goals of my life was to meet you. And Zig looked at me, and said, you need to have bigger goals. And <laughs> sharp and humble and 80 and something years old at the time. And while I'm speaking, I look over, he's taking notes, 80, Two years old i believe he was taking notes and it wasn't because i was up there anybody could have been up there who would have been taking notes and he was a lifelong learner still learning still growing even at that age he only lived a few more years after that and i'll never forget here's this guy you know that's even taking the last few years of his life and he's still learning and growing and i thought wow that really made me think differently going back to you know my nature reality thing i mean it's all about perspective that we you know we, we live in this world i mean we live on a ball of rock that's traveling around a great ball of fire 60,000 miles an hour we're spinning 1,000 miles an hour you know as we're going around this this great ball of fire and we think that we live in like a very normal existence and when you can see that miracle every day's a miracle there are things to be learned there are things to to help us grow we should go through life with awe and wonder like wow we're alive we are sitting on this ball of rock, travel through outer space. We should be in awe, not like we're arguing over the tax bill and Trump's stupid tweets. Like, you know, we shouldn't be doing that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that walk of gratitude to circle back um, really helps put focus and purpose each and every morning and to begin your day with that. John, let's move on to our our last question. Um, And this is one we often find profound um, from our guests. What's one thing that you used to think that you don't think anymore?
1: Used to think, but I don't think anymore. Wow. You guys are asking some great questions. I used to think that outside forces and Circumstances had power over me and us. I used Hmm. to think that I was a victim of circumstance and of life itself. But over time, what I've learned is that we don't create a world outside in, we create it inside out. One day you're driving in traffic and it bothers you and you're in a bad mood. Another day you're driving in the same traffic and you're in a good mood and the traffic doesn't bother you. Was it the traffic? No. It was never the tra- traffic. It's always your state of mind. And your state of mind determines how you respond to the circumstance and your reality that you're experiencing. And so it's never the circumstance. So the person says something mean to you, you know what? One day it bothers you, another day it doesn't. If it was the circumstance, it would be 100% truth all the time. And so what that tells us is that we create our world inside out. through Who we are on the inside are, Our spirit, our love, our passion, our joy, and our state of mind. And so we create our world inside out and that's the power that we all have to do that. So we're not victims of circumstance. Instead, we can create our circumstance.
0: Wow. That's, um, I mean, I think a lot of your answers today have been like really kind of summed up there, John, in in the fact that we have a lot of control over our own reality. Um, It was a fantastic interview. These are simple strategies for, for, for our folks listening um, we always say that leadership might be complex, but it doesn't have to be complicated. John, is, is, there, is there anything else that you would add today to our listeners? Any last thoughts?
1: I just would love to say that being a positive leader doesn't just make you better. It makes everyone around you better. I'm not naturally positive. People think I am because of the books that I write, but I have, I have to work really hard at it. And people are surprised to hear that, but it makes me a better teacher and it's made me a better teacher because I know I've had to overcome a lot of the negativity and adversity and challenges to really think the way I do and approach life the way I do. And so being positive is a, a worthy pursuit. Being a positive leader is essential. So I hope people will read the energy boss and my new book, the power of positive leadership, because I'm going get a lot of great feedback. And, you know, as you read that, you'll start to see the impact that, that you can make with your positive leadership and the difference you can have on others, you know, as a, as a, as an educator, you know it's all about leaving a legacy. And so, as a as a as she says, as a human being, it's about leaving a legacy. And your legacy is the result of lives touched and stories told. Lives touched, stories told. Whose life can you touch, and what stories can they tell about you that will live on? That's your legacy.
0: That's awesome. Thank you so much. There you have it, John Gordon. Don't forget to follow our blog, schoolhouse 302com for blog posts, podcasts, and video blogs, all on topic of leadership. We hope you enjoyed our Hashtag One Thing series on the power of positivity with John Gordon. We couldn't be more excited to have him as a guest. Thank you, John. Thank you,
1: guys.
2: You're welcome. Thank you.